So see, this is what happens. Oh, what a day so far at work. Uh, man, I've driven, oh, something like 200 miles so far. I'll probably have about 280 miles on the books by the time I get to the house. I'm going home. Oh, there's some Texas Longhorns. It's so cool, man. But, you know, man, you can't. Those, those cows are like the worst cattle you can have as far as herds go and beef cattle. I mean, they're not bad to eat, but and then things, their horns get so big, they kill each other when they get into big herds, you know. So, they're, I think they're a crossbreed with some uh, Spanish, uh, they're called Gertrude. Well, what am I going to do when I get home? Probably mow the yard, weed eat the front, and uh, get rid of that damn ant bed because my son's allergic to ants. He's got to have an EpiPen, you know, because he, he swells up. He looks like something crazy. I just passed over to Robertson County. This is a cool county. I, I really like Robertson County. It's wealthy. But it's hard to, hard to tell because, you know, it doesn't seem like it. People are just good folk. I got a headache. But, uh, I think I, I've kind of come to terms with the fact that there's a possibility that I've got a problem with, uh, you know, I don't know, I guess, possibly a little narcissistic. narcissistic. I know I'm, I know I'm battling with staying, you know, afloat from the depression. I get, I, I believe I am bipolar. I got a manic depressive state. You know, I go into a manic depressive state sometimes. It's tough, man, because you know things that I get depressed about. I wear my heart on my sleeve a lot when it comes to my family, people I love. See, that's what I was doing. I'm kind of glad I separated from that from my last job because I, 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 I did. I, I fell in love with my job and the people there. It was a great culture to be a part of. And, uh, you know, I'd probably go back to work there if they asked me to. I did enjoy it. They were good people. But I like what I got going on now with, uh, you know, just, you know, what's happening now with, with, with my work, just because they don't ask me too much, they don't say much about my family. I'll offer it sometimes, but it's very little, and, and they just don't say a whole lot, man. Uh, they're, they're all work. You know, work, 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 you know. Which is cool, but I do, I miss that, that personalization there. That Because that's kind of stuff like that, man. It makes it easy to go to work and, 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 and be there and, you know, uh, interact with your coworkers because you, you do know them on a personal level. And I don't think that's such a bad thing, man. I mean, you know, they, they, people make that out to be such a terrible thing, but I, I don't think it is. I think it's kind of cool to be friends with people that you work with because hell I mean goddamn you gotta go up there and fucking spend an all goddamn day with these people every fucking day you know I mean sometimes man you're probably spending more time with them folks at work than you are your own family at home 
Maybe not all the time, but sometimes, because think about it, man. When you're at home, right? Look, you wake up in the morning, I guess, and you're, you're with your kids, your wife, if maybe. You know, sometimes, sometimes I'll leave the house and I don't, I, I'll see them, I kiss them good, good morning. They're not awake, you know? My wife's so mean to me if I wake her up and stuff, so I just leave that alone and I'll leave because I got to go to work early in the morning and sometimes earlier than, you know, like dark. It's dark for a while out still, you know? And, uh, and then when I, when I, when they get out of school or I get off work, you know, we, we connect and have dinner and, and there's a little bit of time in there to, to hang out or whatever, but, you know, for the most part, it's, it's all business mostly because it's, you know, they're getting school, so then they got schoolwork, homework, and I, I might be catching up on some work when I'm at the house. I mean, I have a, you know, I'm a, I'm a sales professional, so, I mean, I don't really have an hourly job. I, my job is salary. To you know? so any hourly employee out there that thinks that having a salary job is just, you know, I guess parties and fucking drinking and restaurants and golfing and vacations. It is some of that. The one I have now is not, but it, it is. Being a salesman is, is a lot of that. You can do a lot of entertainment. Sometimes you don't want to do that, though, you know? I mean, goddamn. Sometimes you just don't want to go to happy hour. Um, or, you know, maybe you want to go on vacation to Costa Rica, but you don't want to go with that motherfucker, you know? So there's some of that, but there, there's... You gotta understand, man. I mean, there's times I'm up at 3.30, you know, 1.30 in the morning, writing out emails. You know, I'm, I'm working till 8, 9 o'clock at night, and I've been at work for a long time that day already, just like you. You know, you got to work at 7, so, so did I. But I'm I'm not punching that clock and leaving. I'm, I'm still working, man. You know, through the night, sometimes. It's, it's long-ass hours, dude. Um... It's not really. It's not that. It's not that it's long hours. Okay, that's that's probably like a bad, bad thing. It's it's not that it's long hours. What it is is it's 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 like a, a weird. You know, you, just, you don't punch a clock, man. You don't. That's not how it, how it works. You know, you you work when it's when it's time to work. You work, okay. And then you know when when you're when you're. What the hell am I doing? My Kleenex. Jesus Christ. Understand why I can't ever find nothing, man. I like literally never cannot find shit in this fucking truck. I just bought that goddamn Kleenex yesterday, and now all of a sudden it's gone. Where on earth would something like that go? I have no fucking clue, but it's gone. So I don't have any more Kleenex. I gotta blow my nose. Those fucking allergies, like traveling through these different counties, and sometimes I'm going to different regions of the, of the area. And I, and I, uh, oh, hell, I just opened that some joke. Probably gonna dry all that goddamn shit out. That's all right. But, you know, sometimes I'm going through different regions of the area, and the, the climate might be different from one area, because I'm maybe going uh, up in elevation or down to sea level. So the, the allergies are different. So sometimes I'm allergic to something in the air that I normally am not, and where I live. I'm all over the damn road right now. So, anyway, so I, I you know, I, I, I deal with a lot of that kind of stuff. But anyway, so, uh, let's, I was wondering, so I was looking here at this, 
uh, little headline today about them possibly finding life on Mars. And, I, you know, I first I thought, well, shit. This is like a inquiring minds want to know thing, or is this real? You know I mean? Is this really... Because, I mean, you know, these are scientists on, on here claiming that this, this stuff that they found, that they identified, is like, uh, you know, it, it, it comes from, it's, it's a byproduct, like, you know, it's exhaled from actual, actual a life-like product, an organic life, biological life, whatever. So cool. You know, that's awesome. So, uh, they find life on Mars... What does that say for the entire civilization on this planet about where we come from and where we're going as far as uh, race or human, you know, uh, human beings? What does that say to us about everything that we've ever been taught? It's a good question. I think it's an outstanding question that frankly is long overdue in getting answered okay uh you know uh for example what's this that's something about copy of insurance here okay I think they're going to use us for this job that's cool that's a lot of that's a little little bonus paycheck for my ass right there, baby. That's it, baby. Come on now, baby. Tell your head, don't make your mother goddamn bitch, damn motherfucker, damn motherfucker. Alright. How come I can't forward this thing? Come on now. Problem is. What the problem is? What the problem is? Still going. Excuse me for the short pause. Um, driving through Calvert, Texas. You know, this really is a pretty neat little town. It's run down like hell. I mean, it's like it's run down, boy. They got some neat little shops and little, you know, a couple of saloons. There's some neat, kind of neat few little buried little deals in town there, a little candy shop, flower shop, boutique stuff, you know, um, down there in that downtown area, and they got a really neat little uh, furniture kind of deal, store, or whatever down there, it's pretty cool, I don't know, I always liked it, anyway, this, um, 
this segment is gonna be short. Uh, just passed the constable, um, and so I think that's gonna wrap it up. I've got a lot more stuff to talk about uh, today before we end our um, ep- our uh, episode. But I wanted to just reach out and say hello and um, appreciate you listening. And I hope you guys have a good So see, this is what happens. Oh, what a day so far at work. Uh, man, I've driven, oh, something like 200 miles so far. I probably have about 280 miles on the books by the time I get to the house. I'm going home. Oh, there's some Texas Longhorns. It's so cool, man. But, but you know, man, you can't. Those those cows are like the worst cattle you can have as far as herds go and beef cattle. I mean, they're not bad to eat, but and then things. Their horns get so big they kill each other when they get into big herds. You know. So they're. I think they're a crossbreed. Some uh, Spanish. Uh, they're called Gertrude. Well, what am I going to do when I get home? Probably mow the yard, weed eat the front, and uh, get rid of that damn ant bed because my son's allergic to ants. He's got to have an EpiPen, you know, because he, he swells up. Looks like something crazy. I just passed over to Robertson County. This is a cool county. I, I really like Robertson County. It's wealthy. But it's hard to, hard to tell because, you know, it doesn't seem like it. People are just good folk. I got a headache. But uh, I think I, I've kind of come to terms with the fact that there's a possibility that I've got a problem with, uh, you know, I don't know, I guess possibly a little narcissi- narcissistic. I know I'm, I know I battle with staying, you know, afloat from the depression. I get, I, I believe I am bipolar. I got a manic depressive state. You know, I go into a manic depressive state sometimes. It's tough, man, because, you know, things that I get depressed about, I wear my heart on my sleeve a lot when it comes to my family, people I love. See, that's what I was doing. I'm kind of glad I separated from that from, from my last job because I, I, I did. I, I fell in love with my job and the people there. It was a great culture to be a part of. And, uh, you know, I'd probably go back to work there if they asked me to. I did enjoy it. They were good people. But I like what I got going on now with, uh, you know, just, you know, what's happening now with, with, with my work just because they don't ask me too much. They don't say much about my family. I'll offer it sometimes, but very little. And they just don't say a whole lot, man. Uh, they're, they're all work. You know, work, 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 you know. Which is cool, but I do, I miss that, that personalization there. That Because that's kind of stuff like that, man. It makes it easy to go to work and, 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 and be there and, you know, uh, 
interact with your coworkers because you, you you do know them on a personal level, and I don't think that's such a bad thing, man. I mean, you know, they, they people make that out to be such a terrible thing, but I, I don't think it is. I think it's kind of cool to be friends with people that you work with because hell, I mean, goddamn, you gotta go up there and fucking you're spending all goddamn day with these people every fucking day, you know. I mean, sometimes, man, you're probably spending more time with them folks at work than you are your own family at home. Maybe not all the time, but sometimes, because think about it, man. When you're at home, right, look, you wake up in the morning, I guess, and you're, you're with your kids and wife, if maybe. You know, sometimes sometimes I'll leave the house, and I don't, I, I'll see them, i kiss them in the morning. They're not awake, you know. My wife's so mean to me if I wake her up and stuff, so I just leave that alone, and I'll leave, because I got to go to work early in the morning, and sometimes earlier than, you know, like dark, it's dark for a while out still, you know, and, uh, and then when I, when I, when they get out of school or I get off work, you know, we, we connect and have dinner and, and there's a little bit of time in there to, to hang out or whatever, but, you know, for the most part, it's, it's all business mostly because it's, you know, they're getting in school, so then they got schoolwork, homework. I might be catching up on some work when I'm at the house. I mean, I have a, you know, I'm a, I'm a sales professional, so, I mean, I don't really have an hourly job. I, my job is salary. And to any hourly employee out there that thinks that having a salary job is just, you know, I guess parties and fucking drinking and restaurants and golfing and vacations, it is some of that, the one I have now is not, but it, it is, being a salesman is, is a lot of that, you do a lot of entertainment, sometimes you don't want to do that though, you know, I mean, goddamn. sometimes you just don't want to go to happy hour, uh, or, you know, maybe you want to go on vacation to Costa Rica, but you don't want to go with that motherfucker, you know, so there's some of that, but there, there's, you gotta understand, man, I mean, there's times I'm up at 3.30, you know, 1.30 in the morning, Writing out emails. You know, I'm, I'm working till 8, 9 o'clock at night. And I've been at work for a long time that day already. Just like you. You know, you got to work at 7, so, so did I. But I'm I'm not punching that clock and leaving. I'm I'm still working, man. You know, through the night. Sometimes. It's, it's long-ass hours, dude. Um, it, it's not really... It's not, that, it's not that it's long hours, okay? That's, that's probably like a bad, bad thing. It's, it's not that it's long. What it is is it's 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 like a, a weird. You know, you, just, you don't punch a clock, man. You don't. That's not how it, how it works. You know, you, you work when it's when it's time to work. You work, okay. And then you know when when you're when you're. What the hell am I doing my Kleenex? Jesus Christ! I understand why I can't ever find nothing, man. I like literally never cannot find shit in this fucking truck just bought that goddamn Kleenex yesterday, and now all of a sudden it's gone, where on earth would something like that go, I have no fucking clue, but it's gone, so I don't have any more Kleenex, I gotta blow my nose, fucking allergies, like traveling through these different counties, and sometimes I'm going through different regions of the, of the area, and I, and I, uh, ah, hell, I just opened that summage up, probably gonna dry all that goddamn shit out, that's all right. But, you know, sometimes I'm going through different regions of the area, and the, the climate might be different from one area because I'm maybe going to 
up in elevation or down to sea level. So the, the allergies are different. So sometimes I'm allergic to something in the air that I you know, normally am not. And where I live, I'm all over the damn road right now. So, anyway, so I, I you know, I, I, I deal with a lot of that kind of stuff. But anyway, so uh, let's, I was wondering, so I was looking here at this uh, little headline today about them possibly finding life on Mars. And, I, you know, I, first I thought, well, shit, this is like a inquiring minds want to know thing, or is this real, you know, I mean, is this really, because, I mean, you know, these are scientists on, on there claiming that this, this stuff that they found, that they identified, is like, uh, you know, it, it comes from, it's, it's a byproduct, like, you know, it's exhaled from actual, actual, a life-like product, an organic life, biological life, whatever, so cool, you know, that's awesome, so, uh, they find life on Mars. What does that say for the entire civilization on this planet about where we come from and where we're going as far as uh, race or human, you know, uh, human beings? What does that say to us about everything that we've ever been taught? It's a good question, I think. It's an outstanding question that, frankly, is long overdue in getting answered, okay? Uh, you know, uh, for example, what's this chip That's something about a copy of insurance here, okay? I think they're going to use us for this job. That's cool. That's a lot of. That's a little, little bonus paycheck for my ass right there, baby. That's it, baby. Come on now, baby. Tell your head, man, your mother, goddamn bitch, motherfucking nigga, man, motherfucker. All right. How come I can't forward this thing? Come on now. Problem is, what the problem is? What problem is? Still going. Excuse me for the short pause. Um, driving through Calvert, Texas. You know, this really is a pretty neat little town. It's run down like 
hell. I mean, this sucker's run down, boy. They got some neat little shops and little, you know, a couple of saloons. There's some neat, kind of neat few little area, little deals in town there. A little candy shop, flower shop, boutique stuff, you know, um, down there in that downtown area. And they got a really neat little uh, furniture kind of deal store or whatever down there. It's pretty cool. I don't know. I always liked it. Anyway, this um, this segment is going to be short. Uh, it's past the constable. Um, and so I think that's going to wrap it up. I've got a lot more stuff to talk about uh, today before we end our, um, ep- our uh, episode. But I wanted to just reach out and say hello. And um, appreciate you listening. And I hope you guys have a good So, I'm still getting used to this podcast thing. Um, I was doing it before for a while. I made, I don't know, 48 episodes or something like that. Or segments or, I don't know, what do you... I can't kind of... The pod, there's a podcast, it looks like, that's a group. And then there's episodes and segments of each episode. So, I'm kind of curious as to what... I'm guessing the segment is what happens before each, like, uh, advertisement, maybe. I don't know. It's a little weird, but... Okay, I'm back. Uh, what's up? So yeah, I'm Chris, and um, just a little background on what we're doing here. Um, So I'm going to be doing some podcasting, um, and mainly what it's going to be is just me just talking, just shooting the shit, talking about my day, work, uh, kids, life. I'm 44 years old, I'm a salesman. Which is a good job. I mean, it's a it's a lucrative position, man. I mean, it's this thing, you know. If I and, I, and I, I'm lucky because I have a you know a guaranteed salary. But some guys, man, they're working straight commission. But sometimes that's good because, you know, believe it or not, guys, a car salesman makes about between seventy-five and one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a year. So it's not a bad job. Probably still poverty, can, you know, according to Donald Trump, because I mean he keeps raising that bar, man. You know. Like the, the whole gift thing from the stimulus, which I don't see how that's a stimulus. The stimulus to me is, you know, everything's going all right, pretty, pretty good as far as, you know, uh, economically. The stimulus is maybe just a gift, you know. Uh, George Bush did a $300 gift, uh, called it a stimulus or whatever the fuck he called it, you know. Back when we did the 2001 uh, raid or whatever they did on their fucking own building over there. Um, so yeah, well, anyway, um, I know there's patriots out there believing I am too. I'm a veteran. However, it's just, it's hard to ignore facts and evidence of otherwise, (laughs) you know? So, well, at any rate, um, let's not, I don't want to get too deep off into that right now because it's just another, you know, open can of blue gun and shit. So, but what I was thinking about is this this stimulus, this recent one for, from, from the self-inflicted uh, economic breakdown due to a cold. Um, so yeah, well, it's, what did he say, $75,000 or, or less? If you make seventy five grand or less, then you're eligible for uh, the maximum allowance, which is $1,200 per person. 
okay, and then I think it was somewhere in the neighborhood of 100 and whatever that was times two for my house because my wife and I both make less than that. Well, she doesn't. She did last year. But it's just a fraction shy. I mean, my, my household makes, you know, over 100000 a year. Pretty, pretty well over about midway. And so, you know, uh, so we didn't get, you know, I guess we didn't qualify for the full amount of the $1,200. I mean, the, uh, the, how did that work? I can't remember how it worked. If you had to make under $75,000, oh, per house, that's it. Per household, you had to make under seventy-five thousand per household, which we make well above that. Um, I make that, we're just shy of it. You know, that's what I'm saying. That was last year. Some years, I mean, it could have been more. Some years, I'm, I'm upwards of the, the of the larger dollar amount, where it t- you know takes you kind of into a tax, higher tax bracket, which is insane. Again, it's that's the most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever fucking seen in my life because it's not that much, and they're only doing it with like Medicaid, I mean Medicare and Social Security. And, and even then, Social Security gets capped at a certain uh, salary range. I mean, after, I think it's 100 and, it was 106. It might be 137 moving forward, but it's 136000 a year. You, you don't have to pay anything additional into Social Security on top of that 137. Listen, guys, if I'm making $138,000 a year, let's take one for round number, 140. It's $12,000 a month. If I'm living a modest life within my means, dude, I could raise a family of multiple children, you know? I mean, I don't want six kids with that or nothing, because that would be expensive, but, you know, because, you know, that kind of salary range, it takes you away from a certain tax and certain level of being able to get help financially from anybody, you know, but you need it. You know, it's just like these 19 kids these motherfuckers have on TV, these, these you know, these people that... Duggers. Hey, come on, man. You gotta be a multi-millionaire to deal with that shit, dude. That's a lot of fucking kids, man. Come on. Oh, by the way, there's gonna be some cursing, foul language. Um, it's not censored. It's it's a rated R, X, not X, but R. You know, it's de- definitely not a rated PG or PG-13 or G uh, for general audience. Uh, if you're gonna listen to my podcast, you need to have a... Uh, thick layer of skin do not get offended please because I don't want I'll put my phone number out there and email email first and then phone number maybe later but right now email uh, I'll put it out there and you can email me and I will return I will respond to your emails I don't care how foul or you know inappropriate it is or offensive or offended it is I'll still respond to it but I want you to know I'm not gonna stop being me because uh, uh, you uh, are offended by what I say, and that's real. I'm sorry. I, I, I mean, I've got to exercise my freedom of speech here in some way. I mean, don't we all? Besides the fact you're exercising your freedom of speech by speaking out against what I'm saying and telling me you either disagree with it or think it's wrong or whatever your ailment is with what I'm saying... You're exercising your freedom of speech. So why is it that I can't exercise mine? Why is the offended always the the um, why are the people that are offended always the people that um, 
are supported. Why is that? Have you ever thought about that for a second? Just for a second. Why is it that I say something, so I'm, I'm the aggressor, you know? I guess you could call them the defendant, but let's say I'm the aggressor, okay? I say something that so-and-so does not agree with, okay? Or finds it offensive, and then they attack me for what I said, which I'm only exercising a civil right uh, uh, freedom of uh, speech, okay? I'm allowed to say whatever the fuck I want to say. Now, it may be socially uh, or not socially acceptable, but, I mean, motherfucking socially, you ain't got to listen to this shit, okay? You don't have to be on this motherfucking show, dog. So turn it off. That's a law. You don't have to listen to this. It's not the fucking, you know, uh, South Korea, North Korea and shit. This ain't no freaking total tyranny fucking dictatorship. It's not even a democracy, but it's still a country of freedoms, even even if socialist. You don't have, guys, I mean, there's some media fucking, you know, freedoms and socialism. You guys got shit wrong, man. I don't have to do shit, bitch. So, I'm not trying to like, listen, by no means am I trying to start shit with anybody right now because I'm not. I just want you to listen to my stuff. And if you disagree with me, then can you politely do it? Or do it in a, you know, a semi-professional manner so that we all don't get, you know, stay cool, man. It's just nothing personal against anybody. Not at all. I mean, I, I just, I have a personal opinion on things. I've got a, a right to believe and feel a certain way, and, and that's, that's what I'm going to do. Don't, you don't have to listen to it. I want you to, just because I like to, I like to interact with people when it comes to stuff like this, and I like to get your feedback, man. Maybe I am wrong. Maybe my point of view is skewed. Maybe my point of view is wrong. Maybe, ethically, I need to make some changes. I don't know, you know, because I'm clueless to something, and I'm repeatedly doing it. doesn't mean that it's right or wrong. It means that maybe I'm reaching out at some point to be able to listen to someone else's argument or point of view just to gain some perspective on everything you know so my grandma died she was 98 and you know we were really close man I mean we were close 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 and she had a, a, a ranch a small farm ranch whatever you know it was, it was country it was a homestead it was you know you know but 48 acres, I think, and there's a little house in there, which I would have torn down, but, you know, eventually, I probably would have kept it for a while, I mean, you know, maybe use it as a B&B or something, but I didn't want to live there right away, but I did want to retire there eventually, I wanted to keep it in the family, maybe have something to give my kids, my great-grandfather bought that, her dad, and he was a sharecropper, that's what he did for a living, until he was older, in almost retirement age, and he finally bought that place, um, and he bought that place for for $100 an acre, and that was a lot of money to him, 4,800 bucks was a lot of dough, man, and uh, him and his his wife, my my great-grandmother lived there for years, they lived there, uh, you know, and my grandmother was raised there. Um, 
partly through her teen years, I think, through when she was like maybe 12, about, about 10, 11, 12, something like that when they moved out there. They were living on a farm in Old Union when she was a kid, you know, he was sharecropping. But he busted his ass, man, all his life to, to on a farm, taking a third, um, to be able to buy this property. I don't know how he bought it. I don't know how he had any money. He did something, who knows, but he got it. And uh, my cousin inherited my, my, my aunt's place. There's three places because he, he had 150 acres at, at one point when he died. When, when my mamma died, she had all that land. And she had three daughters, and she willed it to, to all of them, split it up in half and everything. And they sectioned it off. My grandma got to pick what she wanted and all that. But, you know, it, it's a really long story long story in my, the history of that situation it, it just there were hours and hours of, of, of countless countless days and conversations and, and just little tiffs here and there working in the garden and working on the farm and fishing and years man 40 years of my life was spent planning on moving down there and loving that farm and and I killed my first dove on that farm I caught my first fish I mean Stuff like that, you know. My memory was was flashed before my eyes. They didn't even get to the cemetery. My uncle made a complete fool out of himself through the whole funeral process. Didn't wait on me. This woman, my parents divorced when I was 18 months old. My dad was a truck driver. So my grandmother raised me from diapers, man. My mother was a piece of shit. She was never around. And we don't even get along to this day. We've tried and tried over the years, but man, I just can't take her, man. She's got something wrong with her. But my grandmother was my, like my mom, you know? And uh, I lived with her on and off. She, no, my, my grandmother, were, nobody, she could not talk to anybody else in the whole world the way, well, one, one other person, the way she talked to me and her aunt and her sister, Sue. But, but me too. She, she, she did not say things to anybody else. She was honest with me. My grandmother did not, she was a very private person. She was not, she did not open up to very many people. I was one of them people that she did open up to about every single thing, everything. And uh, when she died, my uncle wouldn't even wait on me. He wouldn't even wait on me to pay my last respect to put her in the ground. I don't even care about all that, man. I mean, I'm not a big funeral guy. In fact, that was the last funeral I plan on attending unless my wife or children die before me, which, in fact, they are not having a funeral, so that's that, you know. I don't go to any, I'm not going to funerals. I don't go to them. I, don't, I think they're morbid and, and gross and sickening, and I think that they are a... way that some people honor the life of those who've passed away briefly and I guess pay respects and move on with their life but what I believe is it, it your the respects that you pay for someone live on through you eternally through life you're the rest of your life anyway and if you're going to do that then you need to do that 
as much as possible throughout every day um, so that they know that you hadn't forgotten about them. Because whether it's true or not, I'd like to believe that there is a specific energy we all have that remains constant within the earth, with within whatever elements of the earth or with the plants or the trees or with another human being. I, I want to believe. I, I think that deja vu is a real thing and I think that sometimes we run into people that may have lived here or we knew before and it, or even know now possibly in a, in a sort of mirrored dimension that exists alternately uh, along with us in a, in a different dimension of time space time this is what I'm talking about we're going to talk about a lot of different stuff on this podcast and we're going to, con- we're going to constantly be talking about different things on a regular basis because I like to mix it up I like to change things up I'm not very consistent I'm a spur of the moment, fly by the seat of my pants kind of person. And I'd love to have some conversations. I'll give, I'll provide my email later on, but right now, this first podcast, I just kind of want to throw it out there and see what everybody thinks. And if you guys like it, then I'll get some guests on here and we'll start having some conversations. So I appreciate your time. Thanks for listening. I'm going to go probably find some place to... I don't know, find some CBD or something. (laughs) It's like 3.30 in the afternoon on a Monday, man. I'm not trying to do shit else for the rest of the fucking day, if you know what I mean. Uh, I'm going to go home later and eat dinner and play with my kids, you know. I put a soccer goal up out in the backyard last week, so my wife laughed at me, but I really think my my daughter's got something with the soccer thing because she's three and really dribbling very well and, you know, she needs to get down the running thing. She's not doing a very good job running. But what I wanted to say was, before my my, my my grandmother was put into the ground, my uncle had already talked to a real estate agent and he sold, was selling the property. It sold since then. My uncle wasn't gonna give me my fair share because, I, oh yeah, I was in the will. I told him that multiple times. I said, you know, I'm. You're not gonna just do whatever you want when Mima dies because I, I, I'm part owner of this farm too. So you're gonna you're gonna need to deal with me. Oh no, the farm's mine. Well, was he in for a rude fucking awakening? Cause see, my dad died, and the trust sends all of his inheritance from my my grandparents to me. You know, so. He didn't realize that, I don't think. I thought. I think he thought he was just going to get away scot-free with doing whatever the fuck he wanted without, you know, any kind of, you know, disruption. Well, that didn't happen. And I told him it wasn't going to happen. He wouldn't listen to me. He never fucking listened to me. But I don't give a fuck anymore because I don't want to talk to him again. And I want him to understand that. That hurt me. Selling that place at a default because she didn't get it changed. I asked her to do it. She didn't change her will. My dad was supposed to be the executor of that will. Well, my dad was kind of big into the law thing. He would have known what to do as far as the executor position of a will goes. He would have known how to handle that. My uncle didn't know shit. Hands all this shit off to my cousin, who is an attorney, but really didn't have time to do this and told him he didn't want to do it, but does it anyway. Handles all the legal business of the, of the, of the will. Uh, as far as what is associated with, you know, running it through the legal system to distribute 
uh, the estate is, is, you know, as it's supposed to and all that. We wouldn't even really had to go through any of that had he not decided to sell the motherfucker. We could have just let it ride, man. Just stay there. Don't. I don't care. I'll pay for the taxes. I mean, whatever. No, he went through with the sale. I told him I'd buy it. He refused to sell it to me. I hired an attorney. It cost me $2,500. Plus, there's going to be more. Um, the attorney told me that no judge in their right mind... There's no, he said, no judge in the, I do this every day, no judge in the state of Texas is going to allow this guy to sell this property out from underneath you when you are an, a natural heir. It is saying that in the will, and, you know, uh, you're offering to pay market value for the price to buy him out. There's no judge that's going to tell you you can't do that. The judge would have forced him, but I was too late because the day that, we went down to file the petition. I got a call from Steve, my cousin, the attorney that was handling the, the, the estate, saying that they closed on the property. I was literally with the attorney. And retainer was non-refundable. <laughs> it was I only had him for a week too, so. He wasn't going to pay me. I had to go. He lied to me about closing on the house. Called him that night. Lied to him. Told me. I mean, we 45 minutes of lying. My uncle's never really been one to lie. I've never heard him do that before. He's a little weird, man. He's acting act very strange. Money does that kind of shit to people. You know, it's just half a million dollars or better. So, and so he lied to me. And I called him. I found out he lied to me. And I called him the next day. And I said, let me tell you something. Who the fuck do you think you are? And then I went into this, I started hollering at him, man. I mean, he, he didn't even give my sisters their portion of it. What a fucking prick. And they don't, they're poor, they're not, they're unfortunate, they're not like me. They don't have resources or money, so, you know, they really couldn't fight him on it. Look. I can promise not every conversation is going to be this fucking depressing. My question is this. At what point in life are you supposed to let go of the past and grab a hold of right, right now and move on to your future looking forward? to new memories at what what point does that happen if ever or does it happen for some sooner than others or does it depend on your family's circumstances the dynamic of your family uh, probably all of those things for me it's been difficult you know I hung on to that for a long time and, and the fact that I spent 40 years of my life planning on house building and this, that, and the other. Just, I mean, you know, the whole fucking thing, man. Like, building, I was going to build a nice pond, a fucking big 12-acre pond, man, with, uh, and have a cabin out there that I could hang out in. You know, just shit like that, man. I, it's all gone now. I can buy another property. That's the, not the point. That other property that I buy wasn't purchased, wasn't purchased with, with work and blood. 
my grandfather walked behind a fucking mule and a horse with a one fucking prong, three, one and three prong plow with leather straps in his hands all day long. My grandmother said he would come in and his hands would be blood soaked. That's literal. Blood soaked hands. Blood soaked. Big warps and whelps all over his arms. And fucking with that goddamn leather strap all day and horses. Plowing fields. You guys get on a big old tractor nowadays and you fucking crank that semi-chub up and the computer comes on and talks to you. Hello, how are you today, sir? Are we going to be hitting up the uh 1600 acres on the south end of the farm this morning or would you like to go ahead and uh, tie up to the sprayer and uh, would you like me to go ahead and um, uh, go fully automated and do that all for you yeah that ain't how shit was back then imagine waking up from a not so dead sleep And getting yourself together, Waking up for a not-so-dead sleep, I mean, you didn't go to sleep that night because you had a cup of coffee at 10.30 at night after dinner. And putting your boots on and putting on your clothes that you hadn't washed in a while. And it's, it's, it's planting season, so you hadn't had a bath in a while either just because you don't have any money. Walking behind a goddamn horse that pulls a plow that you have to guide behind that horse. You got this, 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 these long handles that are wooden, rough wood with splinters to this plow that you're holding on to, trying to keep guiding it. You know, um, and then you've also got this strap that you're holding on to too. With both hands, there's two of them, and you're trying to guide that horse as well. You're literally steering a horse and steering a plow with two different mechanisms at the same time. Let's just say, let's just say, let's do 40 acres of that. How long do you think it would take? That's the end of it. So I'll uh, let you go with that. It's been a good one. Um, so listen, um, Let's talk about something else next time. <laughs> I need to tell myself that, right? So, okay. Listen, guys, whoever tuned in, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I want to thank you. And please tune in again. We're going to have these often. I'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. So what I'd like to do is I would like to um, visit a little today about what a beautiful day it is. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? 
could you be mine? Well, so it really is a nice day. It's a really pleasant break from the heat. Um, hurricane season down in South Texas has been pretty, uh, well, it's just been crazy, man. I mean, there's been several storms pounding the coast of uh, Texas and around Galveston and Houston, Port Port Arthur and all that this year, Beaumont, uh, Orange. It's uh, it's kind of crazy how many, you know, the, the tropical change in the, in the tropics, you know, in the environment, man, it's just like really done a big number on like, you know, the, um, uh, the weather. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I'm headed home after a grueling week of trying to wrap some stuff up, you know, with work, but it's, man, I'm having a really hard time dealing with some of this stuff that, that, you know, kind of just goes along with the job, I, I guess, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, emails and, and things are going unanswered right now. I don't understand why. I don't know what's going on, but I mean, Mac, man, I, my goodness, I would love to, you know, get some results here from, from some of these emails. I mean, they, they're just, they're, they're not, they're not responding. So I'm going to call this guy right now. Let's see what happens and see what he says, you know, cause I mean, I'd like to, I'd like to get this thing, this show on the road here, you know, moment, momento, momento. Yes, sir. Hey, bud, what's going on? What's up, man? Man, uh, the skid steer that we took out there to Copper's Cove, it's, uh, it's got some problems. Uh, it's got a hydraulic issue, I guess. Yes, sir. I already got my service text. Uh, they're working it out right now, and they're about to get on their way over there. Oh, doggone it, man. They're going to go out there this evening. Great. Awesome. Yes, sir. Appreciate that, man. Yep. All right, then. I'll let them know. All right. Thanks. Bye. So that's that. I uh, kind of surprised, but relief at the same time. So here we go with that. It's good to go, good to go, go, go down, 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 down. Whining, ain't it, ain't, ain't, ain't. I'm in Hearn, Texas. Oh, what a town. It looks like the railroad made this town, and it came through here and made a hub. And there's a lot of businesses all of a sudden. And there's a lot of commerce in Hearn. Yes, there is. It's even got a chamber of commerce here. I like to sing talk. You know, like I, I like to talk, but I like to sing when I talk. It's interesting, uh, you know, how much happier and uh, excited that, that someone can get, you know. Uh, I've got to text my wife. So I stopped for a little bit. It was nice. My wife, cordial. She needs to start being in love with me again, man. I'm tired of this fucking bullshit you know, politeness fucking crap whenever she can love me. She just has to love me. Love on me, baby. Love me, baby. Are you horny, baby? But I don't have any interest in having in, 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 I don't know. She just, she got mad at me a long, you know, a while back, and she just won't, won't just quit being mad at me. She just wants to, like, she just wants to be mad at me. She says it's my fault. I make her mad at me. 
Well, to some degree, that's true, but that doesn't mean that you have to make a conscious effort to be mad at me. Why don't you just make a conscious effort to not be mad at me? Don't let that get to you. Don't take it personal. Love me. You're my wife, dude. This is a conditional love you're offering up here, man. I want you to love me, dude. Love. Yes, I've got my quirks. Yes, I've got my things about me that are, are messed up, but damn it, man, I love you. You think I'm selfish. You think I'm this, that, and the other. And to some degree, that's true. I'm going to be, you know, that way about some stuff. But because I don't, you know, just completely, I don't know. Dude, just love me. It's too easy. Just love me. Making a decision to love someone is more important than what, you know, it's the most important part of love, in my opinion. Making a decision to love someone, it can be anybody, your parents, you don't have to love them, you're, you're brought up, forced to love them, it, it, you're, it's instilled in your brain to love your parents, love your siblings, love your grandparents, love your family. Man, what if your family are some fucked up ass people, you know? I mean, what if, straight up, dude, what if your family was just, you know, let's say your fucking grandfather was a murderer, because actually my great-grandfather was a murderer. He was a cattle thief. He killed people. I mean, he wasn't like a murderer, like he wasn't a, he wasn't a, a, a serial killer or anything, but I mean, he killed a couple people. Uh, he killed himself, according to the, the uh, death certificate, because the te- a Texas Ranger, actually, he was faced off with two Texas Rangers. My guess is the guy was cornered, and either they shot his ass because he he took a shot behind the ear, behind the right ear, in the head, and uh, so I'm I'm kind of guessing that he took a shot from the, the one of the Rangers, or he was uh, he killed himself. But that in their their story holds true. But both witnesses out in the middle of nowhere testified in court that he killed himself. So either that or they had him cornered and he said, I'm not going back to jail. Because he's got some, there's, there's a couple of ledgers in prison. Went to jail twice. Went to Huntsville, Texas. Uh, for both times for uh, cattle uh, cattle theft. Theft, theft of livestock. Or livestock theft or something like that. I can't remember the proper, you know, coin for it. But yeah, it was, it was theft, of, theft of property basically. But it was livestock. And back then, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the sentence for that crime actually, it, you didn't, I mean, death wasn't, you know, given out all the time or whatever, but, but I think that that was one of the sentencing, uh, sentences for the, 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 that crime could hold the sentence of, uh, death by hanging. In fact, and if I'm not mistaken, I want to say that that law is still in play today in the state of Texas. I believe if you steal livestock or get caught stealing livestock in Texas, if I'm not mistaken, you can still be punished by, is punishable by law, uh, by death by, for, uh, the, the punishment for that is death by hanging. Now, are they going to hang somebody in the fucking courtyard nowadays? No. You know, of course not, man. You know, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he got, he did, you know, he, he was a thief. 
so, you know, it just, your family can be fucked up, and that's not who you are, you know, it's the truth, man, um, you know, my, I haven't, I'm a good example, I haven't spoken to my mother in, no, going on three years now, and I'm not intending, I have no, I, I don't miss her, my life has been grand, it's been full of, well, it hadn't been exactly full of, well, I can say this, it's been full of adventure without her. She brings a sort of negative kind of thing to the table with her with her relationships. Like, if you're going to be in a relationship with my mother, it doesn't matter if it's ours, like a mother's son. It doesn't matter if it's daughter. Because, incidentally, my grandmother, her mother, has not spoken to her in three years either. Is there sort of a, a, a pattern there, you know? She is currently talking to some of the family members up in the Panhandle, but it's really only to just talk and bellyache about my grandmother. And I know them up there; they're not—they don't like doing all that kind of shit. So, they, you know, they'll listen to it for a couple of times. But if she doesn't have anything good to say that doesn't include a, a complaint about or you know a, a pity party about what her problems are, or whatever, they're probably not going to. Now, Martha, my she's my aunt. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. Anyway, so I, I don't talk to her, and the reason I don't talk to her is because she's she's called my, my wife several bad word names. Um, basically, to sum it up, she's a she's a manipulator, and my mother reached a point with me where because I'm one too. In fact, I'm I'm the the fucking master. I inherited that from both sides of my family. And that skill set is extremely powerful within me. And I reached a point in my life where I absolutely, positively could completely recognize what my mother was doing. And I thought a lot about the past and our relationship in the past and how what she did, how it affected me. It still affects me. And the fact that she continued to do it, even though I started calling her out on this, she was still trying to do it. And I kept telling her, you know, Mom, you don't have to do that with me. You know? And then I started to find myself retaliating and doing it back to her. But tenfold because I'm better at it than her. And this was kind of something that I I just sprung on everybody. Nobody really knows this about me. My wife does, but I, I, I don't think... She suspects. I don't think she's 100%, but she's waiting for me to admit it, and I'm not going to. But nobody really, you know, I don't know. I sort of sprung that on everybody. Like, they didn't think I had that, you know, that that ability. But I do. I've always had it. I've been doing it. You know, I just, that's how good I am. They didn't know. Uh. But I've been able to weasel my way into pretty much whatever I feel like weaseling into in life, you know, and it's been a, it's a gift, you know, I think it's a gift, it's, you know, a lot of people say it's a punishment or it's, it's a negative, evil thing, I don't think so, I think, I think people don't spend enough time trying to figure out the best way to go about getting what they want with minimal effort and, uh, Minimum money. 
I don't think people do that enough. I think people run around here and, and they just, if they've got a, a bunch of money, they just flash it in front of everybody and, and that's how they get what they want. Well, that's, that's minimal effort, but using money. Why don't you, I want to see somebody, you want to impress me, do that without any money. Watch a movie called Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Great, great flick, but watch the one, there's an older one too. Watch the one, well, they're both old, but watch the one with, with Michael Caine and Stephen Martin. Steve Martin and Michael Caine. Those guys did a great, great Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. And I'm telling you, that's spot on, man. Because the winner in that bunch, the main manipulator, the, the big dick nigger, was that girl. Okay? She fucking, she was the fucking jackal. She played them motherfuckers like a harp from hell, and they never fucking saw it coming. That's what I'm talking about right there. Because they thought it was a man. You know, and that was still in the 80s, man, when it was, it was a time where the woman was coming up and, you know, she was coming into being in power and shit, and, but she wasn't yet, you know, uh, not even like now, and I think, I don't know, man, I haven't really heard a whole lot out of women, man, They're, you know, women women are in, in business, they're vice presidents, they're CEOs nowadays, hell, I, the last CEO I had was a woman, you know, uh, and they're, they're great, I'm glad, I honestly think that women just really wanted to be noticed and recognized as equal individuals and I think that the lesbians really wanted to come out and be lesbians in public you know I think that was a big part of that whole women's women's rights situation for you know a hundred years up until recently I mean I really do I think the lesbians wanted to lick each other's pussy in public so moving on moving on aliens extraterrestrial a lot of stuff happening there <laughs> uh, kind of defeats the purpose of church anymore, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, like, fuck, man. What are you going to learn in church now? Creation? Well, that's a lie. So if it's going to turn into a fucking fairy tale, well, I don't understand them. why am I going to church. You know, I can read that as a fucking nighttime story at the bedside. You know, the animals. And, you know, It's a good history book. Good. I believe in the history of it. I believe that part of the world... That region, the Old Testament, I mean, because it's the same goddamn story as the one that's the Quran and the Torah and, uh, you know, the Egyptian fucking gods and shit. That's probably more like what happened. They probably were extraterrestrials, either that or we. Go figure this one. Either that or we were the extraterrestrials on the planet. We were. We were the extraterrestrials on the planet. Okay? Cop. Meaning, not we were the extraterrestrials, but we were not extraterrestrials, but we were humans were a, a species that were intelligent. Humans weren't the dominant species on the land here, is what I'm saying. Like, there was other other things here that, that, that were shaped differently and oddly. And, you know, like the head of a lion, Gilgamesh, has the head of a lion. He's a fucking big badass brute. You know, God, in the Bible... God's word, you know, uh, which is, okay, but, yeah, so that, that thing, um, it clearly states, you know, the, these things, these beasts, these men that look like beasts, the shapes of man, bodies of a man, and the, the head of a snake, or reptile, or, and then all of these, uh, these ancient hieroglyphics, man, show vivid, uh, pictures of what the, what that book is describing as, 
what's gonna happen, you know, when the, when the, the second coming and the fucking tribulation, all that shit. Man, dude, we've been living in that shit, fool. Happened the rapture. Jesus is not gonna come back. I mean, that's not gonna happen. Y'all gotta get over that. Yep. This civilization has grounded itself on this Christian belief. And it's it's crazy, it's weird because, you know, uh, it's true, you know, like, but it's not true. It's, it's, it's not true, it's f completely fucking false. And uh, it just, it's weird, man, it's like fucking weird, dude. People are still going to church every Sunday. People are still saying, praise the Lord. They're still saying, my God Almighty. They're still saying, God does this for me. God does this for me. Still saying it. Just, <sighs> I don't understand it, man. I don't understand how people can be that easy to manipulate. But there again, Look who's talking, because I am. And, uh, but you know, we'll see. I don't know. Steve, what's up, my man? It's another day in paradise. You sure you won't call it that? Hey, it is now. I done left for the day. Ha <laughs> 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 What's going on? So that guy in hell says he don't know nothing about it, huh? No, -uh. I mean he's he's oh. not he's not. Did did I know? I mean, refresh my memory. I'm not saying that it, 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 all this didn't happen. I'm saying I don't remember it. Yeah, but uh, that was that loader that was in Caldwell, and they backed into it and crushed the hood and a bunch of sensors under there. That's right. That's right. That was the, the uh, you know. backup yep. alarm. Is that the backup alarm? No, I don't know. They crushed a sensor, and it wouldn't run. And we went out there and looked at it, and then they wanted to try to fix it. Well, they didn't tell us that until we got out there. Yeah. Because they came and bought the part the fault code they were getting yeah and then they put that on but didn't say nothing wouldn't fix it then we got out there and found out they backed into it and crushed the whole back end up okay 
So that was getting the uh, pieces replaced and the crushed and the hood repaired and painted and and all the other stuff underneath there that was bent up. Did somebody give you a PO or was I supposed to get one or I don't remember that either? No, I don't know if anybody was getting one or gave one. I mean, I remember that. I remember kind of vaguely remember going through that, but I don't remember being too much involved in it. Yeah. Uh, so I don't remember there. I think, I think I've got all the pictures of this stuff. Yeah. Good. Okay. All right. Well, I'll just relay that, I you can, know, and uh, tell him what happened. And yeah. he may not know what happened, you know, because he, he wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And I don't remember. I could look back and find that first worker we went out there and probably see whatever that guy's name was. And look back at my book. I won't, I'll be back Tuesday. I think his name was Chris. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't ring a bell to I mean, me. I met, I met him. He was, he was an older guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Big guy. Yeah, old big old dude. Yeah, he was. He was a big yeah. corn-fed white boy, man. Big dude. There you go. That's <laughs> the one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, okay. But well, I'll yeah. holler back at, at Verone and let him know. So See if we can't get that thing paid. So, it's just he... I don't, did, has he had that? Do you think he's had that invoice for a while, or did we send that right away? Or is this like September, man? And the date on that thing's June. Oh, really? Yeah, it may have been that long ago that we invoiced it. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> but that ain't first time Hellas didn't want to pay something. Oh yeah. I mean, well, I don't think I don't know that that's the case just yet. Of course, they don't. Nobody wants to pay an eight thousand dollar repair bill, but you know. Uh, oh, it's most uh, Then you go back and show them the pictures. Say, hey, they knew they did it at school out there. Yeah. And then they're like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Always. I don't. Yeah, that's just a part of the job is kind of redundant to me, man. Yeah. You know, like you guys know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Freaking bill collectors. Yeah. All right, man. Cool. Well, have a good weekend, man. Hope you, you need all pictures or stuff. I can find them and get them to you. Oh, okay, I'll, we'll probably worry about that next week. I I'm not going to worry about that right now. But, uh, just let me know. I will. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, Steve. Cool. We'll have a great weekend, man. It's going to be nice. Yeah, it looks like it, man. We need it. Need a little sunshine. I'm going to lay out by the pool watch the girls go by. There you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All See right. you later. See you later, man. All right, bye. bye.